0: Welcome to the August episode of Coconut Oil, Stardust, and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela, and today's episode we are going to be discussing the August Cosmic Forecast. So we are more than halfway through 2020, I think for some of us it feels like... <laughs> we're hanging on by a thread. Even if you have positive things happening and positive things going on, it's still a completely crazy time. It's the kind of times that most of us in our age group, most of us have never lived through times like this. So it's interesting, um, partially exhilarating, But there's a lot happening and there's a lot that's going to continue to go on. I mentioned before in one of the other episodes that like, we have to kind of throw this concept of the new normal out the window. We have to throw out this concept that things will get back to something that we can recognize or normalize. Because that's not where things are going. We have to be able to move forward um, into some things that we've never seen before, some ideas that we've never encountered. So I want to kind of put that out there. I'm going to add something else before we kind of get into the cosmic breakdown. Um, And this goes back to the We Are The Ancestors episode. If you haven't tuned into that one, or if you're new to... Listening, go back and listen to the We Are The Ancestors episode. I talked in that um, episode about how we have to, we're always talking about listening to our ancestors, tapping into our ancestors. Where things are kind of different now is that there is, I, I consider it more of a changing of the guard than like a torch passing because for me a torch passing says these are the things that I was working on but I didn't get to finish so I'm gonna give this to you to go finish it and I think our ancestors did that and there was a space where we picked up the baton picked up the torch from them and we kept running our leg of the loop of the race where things differ for me, I feel like it's more of a changing of the guard. I want us to start to see things that way because so many of us are feeling disempowered, confused, afraid, um, just generally wondering like, what is next? Who is gonna lead us? I've seen that question a, a bunch of times. Who's Who are our leaders? Our leaders are dying off. Well, our leaders are dying off Due to age, you know, we talk about this all the time, the civil rights movement, especially where it pertains to color, was only a generation ago. I mean, it was literally, for some of us, like around when we were born. If you're between 40 and 50, I mean, this is is a generation ago. And so those folks, are still here but they're 70 80 90 with the cycle of life it's time for them to come on through to the next um, level of transformation for them of transition so that's natural we're looking for leaders who's gonna you know we're wanting people to pick up the torch and pick up the baton but i submit to you that i don't think that that's what this is about i think it's more of a changing of the guard Things have to be different. The way our new leaders look, they don't look like what we were used to or what we were told was a leader. There was a space where we needed warriors of a certain kind. We needed people on the front line of a certain kind. And it spoke to where we currently were in the moment. I feel like uh, as a light worker, we've done enough of work to alleviate the moment. We've got to really get to doing the work that sets the stage for later, that sets the stage for a time where a lot of us won't be here. I think some of our ancestors did that. I think some of our previous light workers did that because they were looking ahead. But I submit to you that our when we, when we do this changing of the guard Our new leadership Is It has to do with Spiritual guidance It has to do with learning a different level Or a different type of connectivity There is going to be A space where We are no longer In fight mode um, I discussed this In um, The Age of Aquarius podcast where we're no longer in fight mode we're so used to having to be in fight mode we don't know anything else we don't know how to look towards anything else and we're we're getting towards the age of Aquarius where that just will not exist in the way that we've come to know it to exist and so our new leadership has to do with the art Our new leadership has to do with spiritual transformation, not religious, spiritual transformation and upliftment and empowerment and enlightenment. That's what it has to do with. Um, It has less to do with some of uh, the philosophical way of thinking. You know, we're still leaning on the way of creating modes of thinking that they did back in Roman times where you had you know your your thinkers sit around and they come up with these ideas and they create the philosophies that we live by and they create them based on what is happening now that's not what things are going to look like we are largely missing and not paying attention to our leadership because we haven't been groomed, socialized, taught to look ahead with intuitive insight. So a lot of people are missing it, but our leadership is already here. Our leadership has largely woken up and there's gonna be another wave of leaders that open up and wake up in the next five years that are going to lead us in another way. But our leadership is here. It's going to be up to you to listen. There have been songs, there have been art, there have been literature that has told us what to do, left breadcrumbs for us, but we were too busy at war to actually listen. So I wanted to throw that out there before we start talking about the August energy because that's kind of the preface for what we need to discuss coming up in August. August, um, we start out with the sun in Leo, fire energy um, ruled by the sun. The the, The sun moved into Leo on July 22nd. Um, And then we move into, the sun moves into Virgo on August 22nd. So in the beginning of the month, we see some, what we call squares. Um, This is a type of uncomfortable position for the planets to be in with one another. They're not exactly um, getting along. But they're not exactly all the way opposed there's just like this uncomfortable tension that happens um and what we see the sun is square uranus um and taurus mercury is going to be opposed pluto and saturn at some point during the month and mars is going to be square jupiter um, we're also going to see mercury which is our communication mercury is going to move into Leo and be squared Uranus and Taurus which is retrograde and Mars and Aries is going to be square Pluto Saturn Jupiter and Pluto our big three triad um, they're all in Capricorn retrograde um, Saturn is our boundaries and our structure, our rules. Jupiter are the resources that we gather to create the rules, our optimism, our benevolence. And Pluto is the enforcer. Like after you learn all these things and you have all this knowledge and you set these rules, did you actually follow the stuff that you set, right? All of them being in Capricorn give us this space of needing to get ourselves back to a place of um, having structure, having order, having things be organized. So what we're seeing is fire energy because the sun is starting out the month. The sun is in Leo. Mercury is in Leo. Mars is in Aries. So Mars is our active action energy. Mercury is our communication. The sun is our ego, our natural essence of energy. We're seeing all of these things that are in fire signs, which usually is like passion, drive, get up and go, get the damn thing done, do it, like just get shit done kind of energy. Mercury and Leo says the thing. It's like you not only think the thing, but then you're going to say the thing that everybody is talking about, everybody is thinking, it's going to be all of those fire energies are going to be kind of opposing or uncomfortably pitted against structure. Uranus and Taurus, Uranus is typically our rebellious nature, but Uranus and Taurus kind of gives us like this planned spontaneity. Like you're going to go get it done and you're going to kind of be avant-garde about it, but you're going to be strategic about the way that you go about it. So we're seeing our big, larger-than-life fire energy be opposed to structure, rules at the beginning of the month. Towards the end of the month, when the sun moves into Virgo, Virgo is earth energy that's ruled by Mercury. So it's meticulous. It likes to see the details, things like that. You're going to see Mars and Aries is going to be, you know, still square with Saturn. Um, But we're also going to see our Venus and Cancer in a trine with Neptune and Pisces. Water trines um, can be super powerful for intuitive energy and just having clear insight or it can be you getting overly drowned in moods and emotions and not making things work because you're too caught up in your feels, right? And so we have to make sure that that Venus and Cancer, um, and we're going to talk about that alignment, that Venus and Cancer, trying that Neptune and Pisces um, retrograde, that can be a space where all of this unrest kind of comes to a boiling point because people are too much in their moods too much in their emotions kind of neptune and pisces can get a little dreamy and um almost destructive in their addictive behaviors and they're in the obsession so we have this space where there are these rules that are here the rules that we're looking at um As of this month, when we're looking at this stuff, when we're looking at these aspects, these rules that we're looking at are not necessarily the rules that we're needing to follow coming up. Because there's, remember, there's this breaking down of structure. So people don't really know what the hell to do. And people, it's, it's almost gone back to like the wild, wild west. It's like, you know what? Don't police me, you police yourself. And everybody kind of does whatever the hell they want to do because this feels good for me. I don't want to wear a mask going into Walmart. I'm going to rebel. It doesn't matter that people are dying. It doesn't matter that people really have coronavirus. I want to do this. Is the thing that you want to do smart? No. Is the thing that you want to do making you socially and soul connected to other people empathic empathetically no it's not it's just simply you being in your feelings and wanting to rebel and do whatever the hell you want to do that alignment can either bring us a space of channeled passion that is channeled correctly and that helps us get over the hump or it can be the very energy that we drown in because everybody's doing whatever the fuck. And when everybody's doing whatever the fuck, that ain't going to be good for nobody. It's it's actually just going to continue to set us back. This is how America has gone too far with coronavirus. Y'all, There were it was like me and a couple other psychics. I remember in the beginning of coronavirus, I was like, You know, this is going to be devastating, but it's not going to last that long. And I went back and looked and I was like, I said that because that was true. It wasn't really supposed to last this long. It's lasting this long because people think that they know better and because this is really fleshing out how egotistical Americans are specifically. Because when we're looking at these other countries, does Corona exist there? Yeah, but they have it pretty much under control in the amount of time that they were supposed to have it under control because they don't live in ego and they live in a different sense of togetherness that just doesn't exist over here. People here want to be... I mean, every day I see it on my Facebook page. I'm like, where do we get these internet doctors? You know, I've been to the doctor every year of my life. And yet I am not an MD or a PhD. Doesn't qualify me at all. So there's this ego sense that is actually drowning us and we're gonna see that drowning towards the beginning of the month and there's this space where it doesn't have to drown us at the end of the month but it it quite possibly will Um, simply because people are not open enough to even care about the person that's next to them so we have a lot of opposition this month what feels interesting to me is that August feels like a quiet month. And when I first took a look at August, I was like, it feels quiet, but something is weird. There's a there's a lot of quiet unrest. And then when I looked at these aspects, I said, okay, this is where the opposition comes in. It almost feels like um, a lion ready and waiting, laying and waiting, ready to pounce. My son makes me watch all these National Geographic things and he's always looking at like the predator versus the prey and all these things like that and there's always this space where the hunter lies in wait and it's very quiet very strategic and then they pounce that's what august feels like to me where things could go calm things could be good but i don't feel like they will be simply because humans honestly So we start the month out on August 3rd with the full moon in Aquarius at 1159 a.m. When I'm talking these times I'm talking Eastern standard time um, The full moon is the time of release. It's it's a time of clarity um, it's the end of cycles and Aquarius has um, rulership by Uranus, but It also classically had um, Saturn rulership as well. What I wanna look at for this moon is more of that Saturn rulership um, for Aquarius. Aquarius is is air energy, Um, but I wanna look at it with the Saturn rule because there's a space of structure and boundaries that is gonna come in with this full moon. Um, You've gotta know where you're headed and who is leading, and who you're following. Um, Because Aquarian energy needs a bit of freedom. But that freedom isn't going to be minimized because there's structure. People feel like you're not free if you have any structure. And that's not true. Freedom isn't just moving around doing whatever the hell you want. Freedom is I can do what I want, but I'm going to choose correctly. And that's where this full moon is going to kind of come in at the top of the month, asking that question, really showing and spotlighting those people who are acting in ego and just doing whatever the hell. Um, And then people who are like, you know what? I could, but I won't because that's not what I need to do. So for this full moon in Aquarius, I want you to tap into the altruistic side, the humanitarian effort side of Aquarius, um, while you're kind of floating in that Aquarian air, who can you agree to to tap and help them? You know, because you have freedom, um, you're supposed to use those liberties wisely. So while you have the freedom to kind of float about and be a little bit of everywhere, Where can you lend a helping hand? Where can you lend those resources? Our air signs have this quality of um, being kind of social butterflies. Even though they're not emotionally connecting with people, they like to be social butterflies. And that's how you have humanitarian efforts, when you socially connect with people. So that full moon in Aquarius is, is asking you to put some rules on where you're going like don't just be out here like a leaf in the wind just doing whatever have some reason for your floating make sure while you're floating around you're actually looking at things let's look at the human condition let's see where we can help let's see where we can institute resources if you aren't the resource if you aren't the person that's instituting the help who do you know that can really take note of other people's stories August 4th uh mercury our communication moves into the fire sign of leo at 11 32 p.m so anytime we have communication areas and fire it's blunt it's passionate um it's very focused so in this leo energy we may see the tendency to be uh misperceived like incorrectly perceived um Mercury and Leo, folks, can present kind of like a know-it-all. They know a lot, they don't know it all. But that sun, I, everything revolves around me, kind of looks like that. The truth is, fire signs love to learn and absorb, and they love to talk about what they learned and absorbed. Those uh, fire areas in Mercury, or fire in your third house, Um, This is a space where we really need to As Mercury moves into Leo Commit to the facts Versus your opinion We have a lot of people talking In opinion And they just refuse To learn facts There is a space where Spiritually I talked about Us moving forward and needing To have the foresight to see Where we're going There is a space that we're going and that is fact. That's not opinion when you have the gift of foresight. This is where people get that confused. They're thinking, oh, well, you know, they say they're psychic. They say they're clairvoyant. They're just making these things up. No, your intuition is real. Those spiritual gifts are real when you have real spiritual gifts. So this is where, too, this Mercury coming in, Leo. You're gonna to have to watch these people who are out here talking about they got spiritual gifts when they really don't. When you are dealing with your spiritual advisor, you should always feel better afterwards. And you should also kind of look at their ethics on how they run things because there's certain things that you know your spiritual leader shouldn't feel good about doing. So, Mercury and Leo this tendency to just kind of present like a know-it-all. Listen to some of it, but listen with a discerning heart and make sure that we're committing to having facts that are stated. So many people pass around all the wrong stuff online and it's like, did you read? Did you research before you put that up? Or did you just put that up based on either wanting to troll and get attention or because something low vibrational in you actually believes in that? We got to start checking all of that when Mercury moves into Leo. Venus, love, pleasure, finances, the things that we love and find pleasurable. Venus moves into Cancer on August 7th at 1121 um, a.m. Venus and Cancer ask you... Basically, do the things that you find pleasurable, do they actually speak to your soul? I saw this meme once that was like, do more of the things that you love and that feel good. Well, sometimes the things that people love and feel good are actually all the wrong shit. Like sometimes it's the one thing that you really need to stop. So we have to look at what is actually nurturing in a healthy way. What is because see, whenever I do these podcasts and whenever I have these conversations, I'm never talking about doing anything that is detrimental or dysfunctional. We're always gonna look at it through the lens of doing it in a positive, healthy, functional way. So for people who are like always kind of looking at things through the this level the lens of dysfunction, we have to turn that thinking around. So love is nurturing. The things that we do more of. They should actually be things that are purposeful and that are healthy for us. So Venus and Cancer is also gonna look at how are you idealizing love and relationships? You know, as all of these structures, these infrastructures fall, a lot of the way that we connect it with other people is going to come undone. So, you know, what, what is your idea Of what love and relationships are supposed to be. Do we need to rework what some of those things are? Um, People talk to me all the time about having toxic parents. And there's this hard, hard idea that's out that says, you know, mom and dad can be toxic, but you have to be there for them. You don't have to be there for anybody who's toxic. We've got to rework that because this is why so many people have fail at relationships because you are too busy trying to please a toxic parent. Your parents can be toxic. You can have a parent who never wanted to be a mother or father. They just happened to have you and keep you. But they never wanted to be a parent. That's toxic as hell. So we have to look at the things that we're doing, um, that society has given us dysfunctional messaging on when it comes to, um, soul connections and being together. This whole twin flame idea, toxic, completely toxic. We'll have another episode specifically on that, but this whole twin flame thing, that's completely toxic and people are chasing that. It has to stop because it doesn't belong where we're going. This also kind of asks us, Venus and Cancer, what does it feel like to be rooted somewhere? What does it feel like to have a sense of home? Cancer asks us about our sense of home, a sense of where things make us feel soothed and nurtured. So what does it feel like to actually have a sense of home? Um, That sense of home can be different. It doesn't always have to deal with having a dwelling, a, a specific dwelling, a material place. Um, the sense of home can vary so we're gonna kind of look at that when Venus moves into cancer this month on the 15th Uranus uh, goes retrograde in Taurus at 1029 a.m. Uranus retrograde makes a uh, makes our rebellious nature a little bit more slow and a little bit more deliberate so Uranus and Taurus, you know, you'll rebel and buck the system, but you're going to kind of do that with organized, strategic execution, which is kind of the way that certain things have to go. Um, There's going to be more committed effort to harvesting balance and harmony coming up. While we're in Uranus and retrograde, we really have to put the pedal to the metal and step up this fight. But we have to do it with organized efforts. You know, people are out here moving in emotion, moving in what we need to move in. There's there's a fight that is being had that is super valid. Now, as we step into these next steps, we gotta get into these next levels of how we're doing things. What is what's what are we doing next? How are we organizing this? How are we executing this? How are we putting things together to actually attain what we want? Taurus is is Earth energy that's ruled by Venus. Likes things to kind of, you know, be copacetic and and come together and actually create these beautiful places for us. So if we're gonna create this space that's different than what we've been dealing with, how do we get there? I can't tell you, and I'm gonna pause right here for a second. There's so many people, I do an activity with people when I work one-on-one and we talk about the road to happiness. So many people want to be happy and feel safe and feel secure and um, feel peace. And they're consistently on the road to all these places, but they have no clue what the destination looks like. They've not stopped for a moment to ask somebody that already lives there, like, hey, what does peace look like? Or what was, you know, what are some of the landmarks? If, if I don't know where I'm going, right? We have GPS, but we still kind of ask people like, what are the landmarks when you get there? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they got GPS for me for Uber Eats and Instacart, but I still give them the landmarks. When you come in, my building is near the mailboxes. Like it's, it's certain things like that, that really let people know that you've arrived. Despite having direction that leads the way, there's these extras, that these, these little landmarks that let you know that you've arrived. So many times we're trying to move towards happiness and peace, but you don't know anything about any landmarks to even let you know, okay, am I getting close? You're, you're just constantly on the road, constantly on the road, constantly on the road to the point where your life is being on the road. Your life is never living in happy. Uranus and Taurus is like, figure out these landmarks, figure out what it's gonna look like. Exactly how long is it supposed to take me to get here? Because we need to put a cap on a certain amount of the fighting of the, you know, the demonstrating and things like that. Like all these things are great, but how many petitions are we gonna sign before something actually gets enacted in legislature? Like there are these things, sometimes there are empty motions that mean something in the moment, but don't mean anything long-term. We have to, this is where folks who have foresight come in. Where are we going? Where, what does that need to be? So people who are working along the way can help order our steps along the way. So we actually reach a destination at some point. There has to be an end game. There has to be an end point. For certain things. We can't just consistently live in motion like that. August 18th sees the new moon in Leo at 10:42 p.m. New moons are a new paths. So it's the key to starting over. This new moon in Leo is about action. It's about commitment. What did you tell yourself you were gonna get done, but you haven't even started it? What sounded good? to say, yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get this done. You know, that Leo sometimes can fill up the plate with unnecessary things. That Leo can play Superwoman or Superman and say that I can handle all of this and you really can't. Because you really don't have the time, you really don't have the resources, you really don't have the, the mental or emotional capacity or energy to actually get all those things done. Quiet is kept, some of the things that are on your plate don't belong to you. They actually need to be delegated. Um, Some of the ideas, and I talk about this a lot with my one-on-one clients, they receive ideas, they receive uh, energetic downloads, they receive psychic downloads. It's like, do this, do this, do this. They get all these ideas and then they think that they gotta go execute all the ideas. Well, some of those ideas aren't for you. Some of those ideas, come to you so you can simply be the messenger for somebody else because that other person may not receive that message coming from another place but if you say it they're gonna be like oh yeah boom i need to do that so new moon in leo says you know like let's go ahead and assess the plate what did you tell yourself you were going to get done you haven't started it you haven't got seen it all the way through what do you need to delegate what do you need to get off your plate that doesn't actually belong to you because that idea isn't really about you getting that completed isn't really about you um we wrap the month up with the sun moving into virgo 11:45 45 a.m on august 20 uh 22nd and at this point uh the sun comes out of that fire energy moves into this mutable earth energy that's ruled by mercury we get a chance to kind of live in our head a little bit get rooted in our head virgo is very meticulous it's detail oriented a lot of analyzing but they're loyal Um, it's loyal energy now the key to loyalty is sometimes you can be too loyal to a concept and stay a concept or a person and stay well past the expiration date so as we move into Virgo season let's not get too stuck and consistently demonstrating and being out and about it's like let's not get stuck in that let's not get stuck in our feelings with that Venus and Cancer let's make sure we are being progressive and consistently ordering our steps to move forward let that virgo energy be you meticulously ordering your steps pay attention to the little things um organize to make sure that you're executing there has to be execution we can't just keep creating ideas and coming together um the execution has to be purposeful it can't just feel good it has to be purposeful it has to be a reason why we're making these moves um Kind of summarize in August a little bit. Like I said, be aware of the purpose in your moves. Move in passion and facts versus opinion. Um, and then as always, move in your intuition um, versus opinion as well. Um, and then we're organizing. We're getting things in order. Um, We're always talking about spring cleaning for getting things in order. This coming up on fall, we need to just kind of organize some things because we've been doing a lot. We've been doing a lot. We've been through so much. We can't even, it it feels like we can't even think back really, really good to the beginning of the year. We've been going through so much. So we really need to give ourselves time to say, okay, like let's kind of regroup. Do that as much as possible in May. We're going to be talking about September and October coming up, but um, do that, I said May, do that as, as much as you can in August, um, that regrouping, um, because coming up in September and um, October, it's going to be a lot of intensive energy. Um, just know that we're still here trying to make things happen but things are gonna change largely where communication is concerned. We're gonna start seeing um, new job descriptions pop up based on how things are moving. Things are not gonna look the same. We're gonna change the face of how we shop, change the face of consumerism, um, change the face of how we use money, how things run financially, how things run with technology, all of that is getting a huge, huge overhaul. It's gonna feel super uncomfortable for a minute because that structure that I talked about that's being opposed, especially like all this month really, but that structure that's being opposed, it says, you know, we gotta kinda come out of this. Like this isn't, that's how we've been doing things. And some of the things that we've been doing It wasn't really a problem with it, but um, it just doesn't fit where we need to go. Some of the things that we've been doing need a major overhaul and they need to get the hell on and we can't ever go back there again. Definitely make sure that you are working on being more attuned intuitively. That is where I come in. I do a lot of one-on-one retainer services. Um, natal charts be very clear on who you are we really don't have time for people to be moving around doing things that aren't purposeful you don't really have time to just be trying stuff let me just tap into this tap into that that's not where things are going um really be have a clear sense of self coming up those that have a clear sense of self aren't going to feel so lost i'm also saying prepare yourself coming up go ahead and stock up i didn't say stockpile i said stock up on things that um you use frequently so no don't go out and buy all the damn toilet paper i'm saying like your medicines um foods you eat regularly because it feels like technology wise there may be like some snafus that come up that um just kind of get in the way of how we normally order things we've We've moved into this new groove of ordering things and not really going to the stores all the time. Um, So there's going to be a space where we need to hibernate again. Um, These COVID numbers are going to hit an all-time high and it's going to be devastating. Um, There are people who are playing with this and just continuing to live in ego and thinking it will never happen to them and they are recklessly getting other people sick. These numbers are going to spike at an asinine high um, in a moment. So there's gonna be a space where you're gonna need to sit down, make sure your home is comfortable for you to be able to do that. Um, August is gonna be quite eventful It just doesn't feel as loud. It's like a quiet movement, um, but it's very strategic in August. Um, And there's a lot that's still going to be done in August. We're coming into August with fire energy. There's a lot still happening. Nothing is standing still, like for a while. Even though things feel like they may be a little bit in suspension, things are not standing still. We still have a lot. That is at stake. We still have a lot to overturn and a lot to do. So, start being more attuned to your spiritual advisors. Um, start being more attuned to your own intuition, and um, find your comfortable spaces. Find spaces that are soothing for you, um, that are positive and, and empowering. Um, find those conversations. Find the. This is about finding tribe. This is about being open to tribe and um, being in a new vibration. August is going to be quite interesting. I'll be coming back with some info on September and October coming up. Those are always very powerful months. Um, make sure you join my website. Um, I've switched a few things over. Everything is over at Shop Love Lux, Luxe. Uh, everything is over there you can book appointments with me from there for the rest of quarter three I'm only booking readings with people who have had their natal chart completed with me simply because you need to understand who you are and love relationships communication purpose things like that so the questions that you're asking when you're coming to me for readings are more purposeful and more direct um, and, and you get more clarity. So I'm only really working with people who have had their natal chart completed by me. You can log on anywhere and do your natal chart for yourself for free. Doesn't mean that you understand it. Um, but you've had to have work with me with your natal chart um, in order to have readings done. Um, because I'm taking people to where they need to go. Higher self and purpose um, coming up. If you need to get your natal chart done, you need to know your date of birth exact time of birth and place of birth and we can definitely uh do your natal chart from there um and make sure that you sign up with the website that can help add you to my email list i have a lot of new programs that i'm rolling out for one-on-one work lots of people are wanting to get into shadow work um i have a retainer service coming and i also have a new program called, coming called the venus effect which is going to help you dive a little bit deeper into relationships and communication, and um, overall, just finding out the things that make you happy and help you find peace. Thank you so much for joining into the podcast today. If you heard anything um, that resonated with you, definitely message me about it. Um, completely tag me on Instagram. Love and fairy, F-A-E-R-Y, magic, when you guys listen. Um, Definitely email me if you have questions. And please share. Share the information. Don't just hold on to it for yourself. If there's something that resonated, share. Have these conversations um, with those in your tribe. Also coming up in August, um, last thing, we had um, yesterday... uh, just a little conversation on Zoom about mental health with uh, myself and two other colleagues. And it was absolutely fabulous. And we decided to do another one in August. We're gonna kind of make this a monthly thing because COVID, because quarantine, because this freaking apocalypse we're living through. So we're gonna create these spaces where there is a way for you to come, talk to mental health professionals, get valid answers and not just learn about your mental health from memes um which always have they're always fun but it's mostly incorrect information um so we want to be able to normalize mental health especially for black folks i know they say people of color but i'm gonna say black folks because i'm black um we want to normalize mental health for black folks let you know that there are people that look like you who are providing mental health Um, services professionally and who can understand who you are because representation matters thank you so much for joining in to coconut oil stardust and dope vibes make sure you check out the other episodes that are in the archives and make sure to join the channel so you never miss any of the shows coming up